Part 2 The Medicine Bag Chapter 17 Waking Up Once upon a morning, my eyes opened when I woke up. There I noticed my sight was set free. I sat up in astonishment of this magnificent miracle, which was this world materialized before me. The most remarkable thing just happened. What was it? Was it a dream? Asked the anima. It feels like a dream, but now I'm aware that the wheel is not something that can be escaped. I reached down and picked up an orange that had fallen beside a tree. If I am you, then you are me. And we're already free, she said. I peeled the orange in my hand and took a bite. Existence was a miracle and such a precious delight. The most exquisite mystery I had ever seen. And the answer was right before me, waiting in a single fruit. Oh, how the entire universe was right here, since both the orange and I had grown from the earth's roots. Now that you are awake, what do you see? She asked. Do you ever wonder about the Garden of Eden, that old story in the Bible? If humans were kicked out of that garden, then in order to get back into the garden, wouldn't we have to break the current cycle? And that cycle is like a wheel. If only we realize that this earth is the Garden of Eden. But I've seen the monstrosities of the material world, and this suffering is what awakens the people so that all of us wake up to start seeing. Ever since I woke by this oak, I'm aware that this tree is a hidden angel, and everywhere I look, I see no strangers. A pine cone, twigs, animals, and man. It's all the miracle of life happening right here, and as I look out upon it all, there is no need to give in to this world's fears. For fear is not mine, it does not belong to me, nor could I claim hope. There is no other grasping or attaching that this present experience could need. Here we are, and now I see the power is in letting go. Letting go, letting go, letting go. Now that's how all things grow. Ah, so. Yes, this planet is like an island in between a cosmic stream. Our soul became quite curious, and that's how I got caught up in that dream. The wakefulness was always within these earthly things, and I myself am not the layer of this body or mind, whereas the I-ness I speak of used to be running on an automatic illusion. Now the awakened state is much closer to emptiness within a clear light that illuminates and shines. The light touches down upon the earth, and something in between the I-ness goes on. I take a deep breath in. Now how could anything be out of place or wrong. As I let the breath go, there I wait in the stillness. As I die and surrender, I accept this emptiness. And as I watch myself extinguish, I become the observer behind the witness. That I that I thought I was is nothing compared to the spiritual source within, and there is nothing else I need. But we could use a gin, she said. A gin? Like a genie. It's the invisible spirit without a body. Everyone is given a genius at birth. But if you don't work with it, it'll dissolve before it can trust you as a vehicle to embody, she said. 
Are there more than one type of this genie? All sorts, as they range from Muslim, Egyptian, Mesoamerican, or Punjabi. They are composed of subtle bodies, and the ones called the Nagas seem to favor the form of a snake. But you'll never be able to see one with your own eyes, as they arise out of cities, forests, rivers, seas, or lakes. They wait for a ready soul, and they have no interest in the material-focused man. These spirits wait for a worthy spiritual seeker. They are looking for a rebirth to transform, she said. Finally I felt awake, but now I seemed to be stuck from a strange request. What was she talking about a genie for? Was all of this disguised as a test? A genie is more powerful than one man. It can protect the whole. And I thought you were awakening to protect our total soul. If you wish to resist, then the cycle of suffering for all others will only persist. But what if you obeyed your inner nature? What if your intuition gave you a chance you couldn't miss? Now would I lead you wrong? After all I've done for you, let's discover the highest heights after all we've been through. I'm here to guide you as a teacher, but you still have to choose. What will you do? She said, and what should I do? Do that which is true, but make sure your choice is not solely focused about you. There is something you are called for, a journey you must go through. But first you must become a man, and this is what you are called to. She said, of course, but there is no genie that I desire. I am complete with the spiritual source called the Atman that burns like an inner fire. And yet you alone can only power the soul of one simple man. If we are to share this awakened spirit, then there must be a bigger plan. You think your words alone will do it? Oh, I'm afraid actions must lead the way. But before we can succeed, we must find the voice from the beginning of creation. So that way, the people will be receptive as to what the earth has to say. She said, And this is the voice of a jinn? But why would I require such a spirit lingering about? If you and the genie can come together, your souls will be weaved together and you'll work as a spiritual vehicle and mount. She said, A mount for what? Like a rider upon an animal, be it an eagle, a dragon, a lizard, or a great horse. You need a celestial vehicle to guide the awakened spirit upon the right course. The Bible called this illumination a cherubim, but this is not something you or they can claim. The moment we grasp at a status or achievement, angels like these are thrown back into suffering's game. So many tried to raise their vibration higher and higher, time and time again, but so many fall back upon the confused world again and again. And if we wish to help all beings, then we need a vehicle that can conquer any terrain. In order for the spiritual fire to spread, only a genie can explain, she said. There is nothing that I feel I need or require, but if you are saying there is a path to liberate all beings, then I imagine the situation is dire. Take my form and do as you wish. I surrender to the spiritual center, and my only ask is that the world finds the path out of the confused world to realize nirvana and bliss then you must listen closely, because the closer you get, the more I'll start to drift away. 
It's the nature of the discovery for a genie. Because once they connect with your intuition, it'll cause you to reawake. For we are all one, but these jinn are hidden like invisible colors of secret light. Some are darker, and others are bright. Both are all pervasive, and they extend themselves forth for those who can see. They embody the enlightened energy within the universe, as these jinn are heavenly, divine, forceful protectors, and they're looking for a way to get free. She said, You said some are dark, and others light? And as I reflect on your teachings, I keep your wisdom in sight. If I am to rise above the ideas of good and bad, then I cannot seek one above the other. Would it be fair to say I should seek the good and avoid the other? This time the intuition did not speak, but rather I could hear the anima waiting and listening. She was trying to teach me without words, and even silence became a sacred transmission. Ah, so... Time to let go, she said. But these jinn you speak of, are they like angels in disguise? I imagine one would avoid any foolish or rascal genies. Shouldn't I only seek a jinn who is wise? The wrathful aspect of divinity represents hope, and the peaceful aspect of divinity represents fear. Fear in the sense of irritation, because the ego cannot manipulate the peace in any way since peace is luminous the same way a quartz crystal is clear. It is utterly invincible. It never fights back. Now the hopeful quality of wrathful energy is hope in the sense of perpetual creative situations, seen as it really is, as basic neutral energy which continues constantly, belonging neither to good nor bad. The situation of existence may seem overwhelming and beyond control, but there is really no question of controlling or being controlled. The tendency is to panic, to think control can be kept, but it appears as the spirit, the goddess, the enlightened energy, and so you become intertwined with the body and mind. Mind is intelligence, and body is like the impulsive quality, like panicking, breathing, or physical action. You intervene between intelligence and action, to cut the continuity of the self-preservation of the ego. That is this wrathful quality, to transmute destructive energy into creative energy. Just as the body is transformed in essence, so the force behind the impulsive quality of panic or action is transmuted. She said. I paused for a moment to bite that precious orange. Was I dreaming or was I awake? That sure seemed like a good bit of information to know because now it appeared that quite a lot might be at stake. Ah, so, I paused. Then enlightenment is the ego's ultimate disappointment. She <laughs> laughed before the anima spoke from within. The mature man is the rooster of the universe. He awakens the unawake. Judge of this by thyself. Command thy soul. Command it to fly into heaven, and it will need no visible wings neither shall anything hinder it, not the fire of the sun, not the ether, not the turning of the spheres, not the bodies of any of the other stars, but cutting through all, it will fly up to the last, and the furthest body will emerge," she said. And then a mystic is unfolding himself or herself, 
not because he or she is primarily aware of some specific goal, but because he or she is supremely happy in the joy of growing and in the knowledge that he or she is fulfilling the destiny that was appointed to him or her at the onset of all things. I paused and waited. But you said your voice will start to fade. What happens once I can't hear you? What happens if I forget everything? Promise to wake me up if that illusion of suffering comes back and clouds my view. The animal was within, but at that moment I felt a raindrop trickle down. It splashed upon my face when it surprised me, and there a rose sprouted from the ground. I forgot what I was thinking as I looked up at the air above. This invisible wind pushed by when I caught sight of a migrating dove. She was within all nature, and even if she was silent, then I could find her within this land as well as in me. She was wild and unrestricted, and even if I lost her, at least I knew she was pure and free. Yes, this was something I always missed. Why existence itself is medicine. It is the pathway to liberating bliss, and I suppose that is heaven. Without the path, there is no goal. And without the journey, then what use is any soul? The ancient masters say, if you want to be given everything, then you must be willing to give everything up. Just as that raindrop had fallen, I realized I too had come to cry. Cheer up. The fun part comes after you die, she said. Tears fell, and now my face was wet. Rain poured down, and this was the release of a sudden storm's onset. Ah, so, she whispered. Look for my signs, and I'll remind you of the true nature of reality. Even when confusion clouds your view, I'll keep sending signs until you wake up and remember how your nature is liberated and free. All it took this time was a drop of water, and then a tiny splash broke the spell of confusion spreading through your head. I'll splash you in different ways, but the big wake-up is the moment I call for your body to be dead. There once was an island called Life, and there it waited in the middle of a magical sea. Your life is the in-between moment before death that comes to awaken us to the true nature of our innermost reality. This cosmos is the unity of all. Some say Om is what it is called. We light keepers willingly descend to help all beings, and let it be known the one named Satan did not fall. Like a dark bodhisattva, or a wrathful expression who refused to give up on his fellow creatures and youth, the Indians called him Shiva, and so the Mayans called him Olinyokdiku. When the earth comes to know the awakened spirit, they will rediscover it and call it truth. The teachings will spread, the Dharma will be restored, and in time, all beings will be freed, suffering nevermore, she said.